I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, that was kind and gentle. I thought it was classy. Yeah, good. Okay. Good. I, I noticed you wore a tux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is normally a formal affair. And a monocle, which yeah. makes driving really difficult because I need uh, bifocals. Sort of need both of your yeah. eyes. To, you need bifocals to a, drive. A, a bimonocle. <laughs> a bionicle. Mm-hmm. I think they make those at the Lego factory these yeah, days. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Stop touching the table, Roy. But the table's so sexy. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah. We got to change this setup. Mm-hmm. Sure. Got to burn this We should do it ground. underwater. Yeah. Yeah, because water's a really good uh, sound insulator. Yeah, it's a good, uh, what do you call that? Like a revert, like a shock absorber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We should do it in a waterbed. In? Like in, inside yeah, a waterbed? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, Maybe there could be some people having sex on top of the waterbed. Yeah. Putting on a show, but we 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 can't really hear it. We could feel it. We'd see it too. We'd sensual. see parts. We could see the parts of their skin that were probably just be like a dude's butt, like a clear waterbed. That would be gross. Mm-hmm. All waterbeds are clear. Are they? I don't know. I thought they're um, <clears throat> gr- hospital green. Hospital green, huh? Mm-hmm. They kind of yeah, smell it's the like, cheapest color. They kind of smell like people dying of cancer. <laughs> yes, and and urine. <laughs> Good. Well, that's it's cheaper to fill them with urine. Water's expensive, Roy. It is expensive. It's going to be the most expensive thing in our lifetime. You think? I think so. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with you. And right now, we just pour it on the ground for <laughs> our homies. Yeah, well, we, just, we just pee mm-hmm. all the time. We just like get this out of my house. Yeah, not let's extract away. the precious water from this mm-hmm. and have it uh, processed in the catch pockets. Yeah, or you know, just put it into the filter thing on our crazy pontoon raft. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because he could use that to breathe if he wanted. The pon- The pontoon. No, the pee. He could turn the pee into breathable water. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. This is Kevin Costner we're talking about. Yes, no, I, I, under, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Swim, swims with pee. Uh-huh. Have you watched that yet? I haven't. Okay. Uh, we only just... Uh, my, my downstairs became kind of a catastrophe. Because of the flood? There was a garage sale and then a leaky pipe. And so the living room got to be just a big pile of crap from the garage sale mm. combined with a, all of the furniture pressed up against it. Oh, because to of get the, it leaky out from the leaky pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, then I had to get the ceiling fixed and I was waiting to move the furniture until I got the ceiling fixed. And then after I got the ceiling fixed, I was waiting to move the furniture until I got the ceiling painted. Mm-hmm. And then I finally painted the ceiling. And then this weekend we moved all the furniture, got rid of all the garage sale stuff. And I thought... Hey, there's that copy of Dances with Wolves on Blu-ray that Roy got me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I should yeah. watch that. You should. It's really good. It's kind of like the the Postman and uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Tights. Yes, all all put together, but but it's old timey. Have you been, Roy? I've been all right. I've, been I've had a quiet week. Uh, I saw my parents, which is pretty nice. Quietly. Quietly, yeah. I made I made them whisper. You whispered to them the whole time. Um. You know, that was pretty good. I also went to a restaurant for the first time. Did your mother get really upset and whisper, murder, she wrote? (laughs) No. You know, we used to watch that as a kid. That was one of my mother's favorite shows, actually. Did you know that? I I did, I think, because you told me. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, thinking back on that show, I, I think she's like the worst house guest ever. Because wherever she shows up, people get murdered. Yeah. What, What is, she's like bad luck. Yeah, I mean, it's like Agatha, old lady. she's like Agatha Christie. Yeah. You get her also, to talk about something, a bunch of people are going to die. Yeah, I don't like it. Like 10 people. Why, why is that stuff so popular? 
Murder? Mur- murder mysteries. I don't know. Everybody likes to think that if there ever is a murder, it won't be them that gets murdered. Mm-hmm. But someone always is murdered. Oh, in a murder, somebody always gets murdered. Yeah. Yeah. You know, think about it. But like, no in a, you know, if murder. there really is a murder, 95% of people are just going to be dead. Sure. It's, you know, it's inevitable. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a Do you have a stockpile of water in case everybody gets murdered? I do. But except you have a stockpile of water that you think you're going to be able to sell for a tidy disgusting. profit when water becomes the most expensive thing. Yeah, and and filters are good because my filter is terrible. Is it? Yeah, you couldn't drink that water. It's, it's gross. Like the, your kidneys. You're talking it'll, about it'll poison your body only after you drink it seven times. No, one. I think one time it burns your skin if you put your hand in it. Your pee. No, sorry. I thought no. My pee is delicious. What were you talking about? Right? I was talking about the pond, pond water that I have in the backyard. That's my stockpile of emergency water. Oh wow! So you you want your stockpile has a bunch of fish and chemicals in it? No chemicals, just the the fish. Right, because there are then chemical water is a chemical. Really. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you mean like yeah? Yes, there's matter back there. Uh, there's some liquids and solids all together. I'll bet there's stuff other than water in that pool. Yes, there is. It's there really is. heavily chlorinated because that's what the fish love. Flesh-eating bacteria. Fish dicks. <laughs> and and fish dicks swimming around. Fish boobs. Mm-hmm. Do you know which of your fish are male and which ones are female? Uh, you can tell. No, I don't. But uh, if I did, I would uh, guess that the fatter, rounder ones are the female fish. Well, uh. No, that is how you're supposed Stop to Stop being such a racist. Uh-huh. That makes me racist? Yeah. Um, and koi, the the bulkier fish are the females. But they're colored the same, so you can't really tell. They're, the, they're, do, they're all peacocking. Do the girl ones wear, like, lipstick? No. No. But they but they do make kissing, kissing motions. They're not even trying. How do they expect a boy fish to get a boner if they won't even put on some lipstick? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's no justice in the world, Roy. They do have wide mouths, though. Oh, good. But, I mean, all fish have tiny wieners. Yeah, they do. So it kind of doesn't matter. Cloacas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 been all right. I, I was delighted uh, last night when I went outside, and I noticed that the sidewalk was cool to the touch. Okay. It wasn't hot. It's getting, That's what uh, I'm trying to say. It's getting easier it's and nice. easier to delight you with every passing year, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, the other day, I looked at a grape. It's pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah, and I stared at my hands for a while. There wasn't even anything good about the grape. It was just a grape. Yeah, right? it, was, it was grape. Yeah. See, I thought maybe you were going to say you just, you know, you looked into the eyes of your, your infant daughter mm-hmm. and were delighted. But, like, no. No, I am constantly delighted by that. Right, but, but only that because goes without saying. You have actually removed your daughter's eyes and replaced them with grapes <laughs> so that you will be happy. That is to what look, I was to trying look, to say. To look at her face. Yeah. yeah. I, I want her other senses to be uh, stronger, faster, and harder. Right, her sense of grape. Uh-huh. Good. Uh, yeah. So how, how about you? How was your week? I was all right. I, I, I worked a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did some, did some stuff with some video games, I guess. And then uh, we, had, we had a little party. We had a party to celebrate the grand opening of my arcade, even though uh, not all of the games were there. Right. There's one in the shop and one oh. that has never been to my house yet. Oh, I thought you were going to get those uh, before the party. Boy, I thought I was too. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, those guys, they Promise say they're going to fix a thing and then they just don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says another week. Yeah, that's what he said last week. That is what he said last week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know what to believe anymore. 
Is he charging you storage fees? Uh, no. Because well, that's know. where they get you. He better not be. Mm-hmm. You got to rent space in my shop for this thing I'm refusing to fix. Right. Uh, so did people play video games? I didn't make the party. I'm, I'm sorry. I know. I think that's because you don't like me very much. No, I do like you. I, I just uh, thought it was complicated with a baby coming over to party. I like you. I have a baby. Let's never ride bikes together again. That's what you said, Roy. It is not what I said, but but thanks for the callback. I'm pretty sure that you said, since I've had a baby, I'm never going to do anything fun or spontaneous. Wait, did ever I again. not just say that I was staring at a grape the other day? Okay, I guess that was that's fun. Uh huh. And spontaneous. Okay. Because where did the grape come from? Well, so I guess sure. I got the store. Mm, yeah, yeah, I can't prove it. Or is it one that maybe you, this was a grape that you had left over from before you had a kid. Yes. It's pre- you can't, uh, have, par- grapes. Party you can't grape. have grapes in your house now. No. There's a choke on that. Yeah. You get it stuck in your eye socket. Yeah, I, every kid chokes on grapes. That's what happens to everybody. Yeah. You're born, you live your life, you choke to death on a grape. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the human condition. They're death balls. That's what they call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, the, their Spanish name. Uh, uh, ba- balones de muerto <laughs> Bolas de, de muerte Bolas de muerte Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't get my fucking adjective declension right um, That wasn't declension Or an adjective, mm-hmm. I don't think Well, I, I guess death balls In English, death is an adjective Balls of death is what you say in Spanish Sure, yeah Yeah of death is an adjectival phrase, I guess. But, I used uh, to get really confused as a little kid when I would see a book that um, was translated into Spanish, and then its equivalent in English, and the Spanish one was twice as thick as the one in English. Mm-hmm. But now I know because there's a lot more words. Yeah, yeah, you have to use more words to say more the same same thing. So, what would happen if you <clears throat> if you dubbed? When you dub an anime that is in Japanese, in English, you have to speak like twice as fast to say the same number of words. And that's why the dubs are so weird. If they're literal translations, if you were watching anime that was dubbed into Spanish, do, do they like is there only one guy in the world that can do those? And it's the Micro Machines guy. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I grew up with a lot of Japanese cartoons in Spanish. And I, I don't didn't know this about you. right? Yeah. Uh, Mexico gets a lot of I don't know. Yeah, it still does, because I remember watching Robotech uh, long before I'd heard anyone in the U.S. Did talking about it. Did you watch El Transor Z? Yeah, we did. Oh, uh, wow, you actually had Transor Z. Yeah, up. yeah. Because nobody's ever heard of Transor Z. I watched the shit um, out of that when I was a kid. There's that, and then there's also Section Z, and although I did not watch Voltron, but that was Voltron American? I don't know. I never watched Voltron either. I, I didn't that know was... that there was... I didn't know that Section Z was based on... I had, a, I had the Nintendo game Section Z. I might be uh, confusing Z Z titles. Okay. I think Section Z was was a, a big big robot type of thing. Um, we also had a lot of the sort of like the novel or graphical animizations of um, stories. Like I watched Heidi in Spanish, and it was a Japanese um, you know rendition and a bunch of stuff like that. Like the more dramatic stuff. I never, you know, I had no idea that they weren't Mexican, actually. Okay. I knew they you weren't American. You assumed that everything was from Mexico. Sort of, yeah. I mean, you, I, it was either from America and so good, or it was horrible, therefore from well, Mexico. Well, no, I really, I really like those. Uh, except for the, oh, sure. the okay. big yeah. robot ones, we did know that those were from, from Japan. 
How did you know? Uh, maybe maybe it said made in Japan or something. I don't mm. know. You don't think they were just lying? No, I don't. Wait, it was a big deal. Like I think if it, I were we, an entrepreneur we would all in get Mexico, into the... I would pretend that my stuff was from Japan so that people wouldn't know it was from Mexico. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. I mean, did, did you what know you, that? You see, okay, Echo, Echo in Mexico. Oh, man, that really screams quality. Mm. You know, a lot of the huge um, American companies are um, companies that people think are American are actually Mexican-owned that mm-hmm. operate in the U.S. I hear most of our crystal meth comes from Mexico. Yeah, these days. that too. Yeah. No, I Except they... for the good stuff that that uh, guy makes, uh, Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been watching that? Uh, we are in the middle of s- season two. Good. Uh, we need to watch a little bit more. It's been a, a little bit harder uh, recently to watch stuff together. Because you don't want to watch it with your baby. The, ba- the baby doesn't care. She knows all about that shit. At what point does she get old enough that you don't want to show her dude's dicks? Uh, you know, are there lots of dude's dicks in Breaking Bad? Because <clears throat> uh, I have not gotten to that episode. Oh, Huh. Does that come up later? Maybe you're watching a different version of it than I am. Okay. It, the, it, from from my perspective, it was just dicks, dicks, dicks huh. the whole time. Yeah, okay. Where where are you watching this? Bathhouse. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's live, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a reenactment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, those guys that convinced you that it was Breaking Bad, it's, it's not. At what point uh, does your daughter get too old to take her to a bathhouse? <laughs> I, I think when she can talk. Oh, when she says, Daddy, why are there 50 dicks in this room? Sort of. Okay. Because you don't want to have to explain it. No, I don't. You'd be like, oh, well, the the dick fairy came to visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, when, do, when do babies learn to talk? I don't really know. A year they start saying things. But, I mean, they just... Like pee-pee poo-poo, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's mostly what I say. Well, yeah, but I mean, th- th- I'm not saying that's not sufficient. I do want her first word to be poo-poo. Poo-poo, specifically uh-huh. poo-poo, uh-huh. Yeah. not pee-pee. Well, that's pee-pee. Because you can say, why are, there, all right. why are there 50 pee-pees in this room? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know when she starts saying s- stuff. Are you going to be naked in front of your kid? I don't plan on it. Okay. So you don't want yours to be the first wang she sees? I don't think so. What? Wait, what do you? What do you want to be the first wang she sees? This oh, is gross. Dang. This is okay. horrible. What is the right thing to do? You know what? I will make a statue, and then that's how I will introduce what wangs look. Wait, no, uh, I'll make I'll make her watch Goonies, and uh, she can watch that scene when they break off the wang off. Okay, of the I thought you were going to say statue. I'll make her watch Boogie Nights. <laughs> uh, so Mark Wahlberg's fake giant wang. Yeah. Be the first one, because then she'll just be disappointed by every wang that she sees from yeah, now on. That's true. Maybe like a Ron, like the Ron Jeremy story. I could also let her watch The Watchmen. Oh, okay, that, that wang. Yeah, there's a blue. That's that's a fairly normal wang. Was it? I I remember it being really big. I don't. I, don't, I feel like it was pretty. No- I mean, maybe this says something about our perspectives, Roy. But, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, like uh, I remember everyone being taller than me when when in fact they're not and you just remember everyone's dicks being much smaller yeah that's that's what i remember uh i'm really well, self, whenever I'm really you self-conscious about having a giant dick is the is the thing yeah anyway you don't like it brought up at parties no seriously though like i don't remember my parents being being like super weird about being naked around me but i also don't sure. remember them being like crazy like hey everybody let's compare boobs Right. Well, 
Only your mother had boobs, right? Has has well, boobs. I my dad put on some weight in his middle years, but okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, but they didn't compare them. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you they know, never I, got it. They never whipped out the calipers, if that's what you mean. I mean sure. Was, uh, yeah. Um, I don't the protractor. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, you know, uh, Corinne, you know, is is naked a lot uh, when we're at home. Because that's she gets really hot when she gets dressed or takes a shower. And she stuff. gets really hot when she gets dressed. Well, none of these things make it. Is so you're saying is while your wife likes getting, to take showers in the nude because yes, otherwise otherwise it's too she's hot. very hot. Okay, no, after she comes out of the shower, she's very hot and likes to sort of air dry because uh, she's so hot. She also likes doesn't to, like towels. Yeah, well, I mean, she uses a towel to pat herself dry, but then stands at the mirror naked while she puts on her makeup okay it's weird that she stands up to put on her makeup why can you not afford a vanity you need to build your wife a vanity where am i gonna put it in a a bigger house (laughs) step one yeah a house that's big enough to have a vanity with a bunch of uh, spherical frosted white light bulbs around it uh, and a pole for her to practice on okay I'm, well, I'm just, when, when I put in a new bathroom, I'll make sure that those things are, this is are, a, it, are in there. It's a kindness. Yeah, you don't have a pole. What is this? I, I do. It's in a room that you don't know about. Oh, uh-huh. You're a pole room. Yeah, pole okay. room. Uh, so that's that's why. I don't I don't I call know. it the I, pole I can't hall. honestly answer that. Uh, about having my wang around my baby. Okay. That, 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 that yeah, because I mean, right now you're peeing with your baby attached to your wang. Yeah, but... You, you're getting one of those like Jim Rose circus things where you walk around with the baby suspended uh, in a in a pouch that is hanging from, from your my nutsack balls. through hooks in your scrotum. Oh God! Oh man! That'd Do you be think rough. that's a real thing? Yeah, I with bet a it baby? is. Baby? Yeah. No, I bet nobody's ever done it with a baby. Not even for a show. Well, what kind of like a? I don't know, some kind of live show, like a fetish ball. Who has a baby, and then someone throws a baby on stage, and then you oh yeah, I'm gonna hang this baby from my balls. Uh huh. Like, see, if I had said that first, nobody would have thrown their baby up uh-huh. here. I have your baby now. Yep. Sorry, suckers. And then he takes off, but he's real easy to catch because he's having to do this like bow-legged <laughs> run, and sure. every step is like, Waddling "Ow, out. fuck my balls! Ow, fuck my balls! Ow, fuck sure. my balls!" Yeah, and then you're true. even madder because he's swearing in front of your baby. Yeah, yeah, my my baby knows about that. Because then the next time you, the next time your baby is like, "You ready for breakfast?" The baby's like, "Fuck my balls!" You're like, <laughs> which doesn't you, make any sense. Where did you learn that? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. You may fuck something with my. I want to fuck something with my balls, but then it's like, but you're a girl. Oh, okay. Never mind. You can't do that. Never mind, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that to be a reality in, in my life. Right. I'm gonna be the worst father. No, you're not. You'll I, be a great father. I don't think that I am. I I seriously am afraid of putting more people in the world well, because of how they would turn out. Yeah. At least you'll give them a good uh, career in memoir writing. Okay, sure, sure. Like, I, I will probably commit some atrocity <laughs> that will allow them to make money later in life by sure. by selling their recollections mm, of how I got good. there. Uh, what kind of atrocity would you commit if you were me? Uh, I don't know. I I'm mean, not really, like, a genocide kind of guy. I think maybe, like, just destroy... Like, maybe if I went down in history as the guy that melted the Eiffel Tower... <laughs> Oh, okay, right, like a super villain type of thing. Yeah, but I mean, not a not a hurting it. Like I wouldn't want to hurt. Yeah, no. Right? After hours, when no one's on in there. 
Yeah. Um, so what I would have to do is after is someone's hours, in the Eiffel Tower, did, right? Like, it's open. That works right? there. Yeah. You can go no. No. There. But would you consider being on the Eiffel Tower as being in it? I don't know. Could you be in the Space Needle or are you on the Space Needle? I don't know. It's pretty enclosed. Yeah, but most of the Eiffel Tower is not enclosed. Yeah, I mean, if you climb a ladder, are you in a ladder? No, you're not. What if you're the ladder was? On... What if the ladder was really tall? You're still not in it. Uh huh. You're on it. If you climb a windmill, are you in a windmill or on a windmill? Mm-hmm. If you go up inside, like a Dutch windmill, you can get inside that. Cause there's yeah, like a you building. can. Right. This is it's a good question. Bar. So what I would do, I think, is I would uh, convert the Statue of Liberty into some sort of missile. Uh, so the Statue of Liberty would take off, go around the world, hit the Eiffel Tower, and melt it. This is like a Whoa. like a hot missile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a hot missile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they make those, like a fire mm-hmm. A fire missile. Yeah. Fire-breathing missile. Sure. It's good. Except it's got to be, can't just be regular fire. Regular fire is not enough to melt the Eiffel Tower. Mm-mm. What else? Great Wall Missile China. fire. Sandpaper. Just sand it. Oh, so after it melts yeah. down, there, there would be a second uh, rocket that would pick up yeah. so the I'd molten take, mess. Like, I'd take like the 4th of July, make that into a giant sandpaper and send that after the great wall of china right which, which would leave china vulnerable to the hordes of, of mongols yeah, from the north horsemen yeah i mean yeah, yeah. Let's put a stop to that that are still up there just, wa- just waiting biding their time yeah, yeah. they've got generations super, and generations super strong they've been breeding stronger and stronger horses mm-hmm. and meaner and meaner dudes mm-hmm. it's gonna be rough i mean that, that, that's those our, would be uh, atrocities i mean you know kind of funny ones like in our, history funny yeah. I don't know that I don't know that if I turned the Statue of Liberty into a missile that I used to destroy the Eiffel Tower that It'd be anyone, funny to someone. That anyone would characterize that as funny. Yeah. Sure. I mean, well, say you don't hurt anyone, right? Okay. Make sure that n- not even cats get right, hurt. Right. This is like a fight club. This y- is like a yes. Tyler Durden yeah, sort of yeah. situation. First rule is you don't hurt the cats or the people. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you can keep the cats out of there. Like you, it takes a special kind of gate to keep a cat out. You probably install some kind of uh, sonic that. thing that would repel right. the cats. I spent all my money converting the Statue of Liberty into a fire missile. You, I'm sure you could go down to Radio Shack and spend the twenty bucks on the cat repellent um, sound wave. Okay. Uh, and then you destroy. Okay, so it's not exactly funny. It'd be more of like, oh, he destroyed a great landmark of humankind. Mm-hmm. That's really awful. Yeah, I'm just trying to undo a lot of our cultural But he's super famous now. I would be super famous Because now. he's the guy who destroyed the Eiffel Tower with the Statue of Liberty. I mean, that is kind of badass. I would probably earn my middle name uh, in the history books if I did that. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, Lucky? Yes. <laughs> leg, leg Lucky Johnson. <laughs> that is, I don't know that we... Uh, I have that sh- saved on my phone. I sh- shared that with listeners. But, uh. Now, uh, okay, so one Zach told me um, that his middle name was Lucky and that his first name was Leg, and he wanted me to start calling him Leg Lucky Johnson. I didn't just tell you this. You said, good luck. Uh-huh. And I said, Lucky is my middle name. Sure. And then you said, okay, well then, break a leg, Zach Lucky Johnson. And I said, Leg is my first name. Mm-hmm. And I saved him in my phone as Zach Leg Lucky Johnson, but next time I showed him that, he was upset with me because he said, no, Zach is not my first name, Leg is. <laughs> Did you change it? No. What? 
Roy. It's my phone. I'm going to forget who the fuck Leg Lucky is. I, I sincerely doubt it. I sincerely doubt if you would get a text message a week from now from Leg Lucky Johnson. Who is this? And then and I just not, delete it. not remember that it's me. Yeah. That was a really long time ago that that conversation happened. Yeah. We've been doing this for fucking ever. This is episode 60. It's number 60. There are a lot. Like, Firefly, 13 episodes. This shit, 60. 60, wow. How do we do it? I don't know. Volume. Persistence. Uh, do we have anything else to discuss before we... Uh, no. Before we start helping people, Roy? No. No, well, I don't think so. Let's get to it. But first, let's have a cocktail. All right. So, Roy, you, you requested that this week's cocktail be a root beer-themed cocktail for reasons we will uh, articulate later. Yes. If I can words. articulate the word articulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, uh, I found a recipe for a root beer float cocktail, which mm-hmm. is uh, supposed to taste like a root beer float. So is it just called root beer float cocktail? Uh, root beer float cock dot tail. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, uh, it is, uh, you fill a glass, big tall glass with ice. You put in a shot of Galliano, a shot of vanilla liqueur, which I sort of tried to find Fudged. some vanilla liqueur. And the only one that I could find was what I thought was a Kahlua branded vanilla liqueur, but it turned out to be a vanilla flavored Kahlua. Sure. Um, a shot of cream and then fill the rest of the glass up with root beer and then uh, some whipped cream and a cherry yeah. on top. And it tastes like a root beer float. Yeah, it's delicious. It's pretty good. It's, uh, it's, it's not, not thirst quenching. It's not very strong and it makes you thirstier when you drink it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the cream. Roy says it's the soda. I think it's the soda. Uh, third uh, objective party said that they thought it was the uh, Galliano. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know what to believe. Yeah, we, we, we can't settle. Anyway, uh, it, I, if you want a cocktail that it is a kind of a lot of work to make and then tastes like a root beer float. It would, it would impress the ladies or someone, right? Is a dessert. Yeah. yeah, have it's, a it's dessert a good, cocktail. Like say like, hey, uh, you're looking too skinny. You should have 50 of these. Because mm-hmm. that's how many it will take to get you drunk. That's like the magical number for you. And it's like... What, 50? 50. Yeah, oh yeah, 50. 50 is just like a lot. Here's the problem. You want to get a girl drunk so that you can have sex with her. Mm-hmm. But if you have to give her so much booze to get her drunk that she gets fat, you won't want to have sex with her anymore. It doesn't happen all at once. It's a real catch-22, Roy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying like a repeated catch-50. Um, I, I, I want to be clear on the name here. Now, is, is the name like... Um, the root beer float or is it root beer float it is root beer float cock dot tail okay but not the you, you shouldn't it, like someone would correct you root it's beer not float the. cock dot tail comma the okay and it's not you don't want to put like if you had a list that was organized like that where it was something mm-hmm. comma the this would need to be in a different spot alphabetically because comma the is part of it I think the comma is actually spelled out Oh, okay. but it's spelled coma. Mm-hmm. I don't think the person that wrote this web page knew what they were talking about. <laughs> okay, but this cocktail does taste like a root beer float. I mean, that, that's all yeah, I can does. say about it. It doesn't have a lot of booze in it, uh, which is why I'm supplementing it with beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy is supplementing it with water. Yeah, apparently he has to drive home to his stupid family, <laughs> and he wants to live the day. Sure, live the day. That's that's the thing he uh-huh. said. Yeah, live He's the like, day. Live the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, vitae diem. I think that's probably blood the day. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess you'd give this to like a baby. 
Sure. You know, I did want to know today because uh, Corinne was talking to her uh, friend Regina from Germany and when it is that uh, Bavarians give um, ba- ba- children beer, about two, two years old, you can start giving your baby some beer. Okay. Like how much beer? Like if you drank a beer, then whatever's left in the glass. The, the After you were done drinking? So no beer? Well, you'd leave like the a little bit at the bottom so that they could taste it. That I, type of thing. My dad and my grandpa fed me a lot of beer. When you were two? Yeah. Like, I, I there are pictures of me. There is a picture of me drinking out of a can of Schlitz when I'm like still did not have hair. Yeah, but your hair came in when you were 14. Yeah, okay. But I don't remember. I don't remember this. Before that? Yeah. Oh, right. I was talking about my pubic hair. Uh-huh. And also, that didn't really show up until I was like 17. Okay. Yeah. Smooth like a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. I was super popular. That was your the, selling feature. I was feature. super popular at the bathhouse as a result of that. I was almost legal. You played all the oh, girl parts. Wow, that was gross, Roy. Why did this? Why did this just turn into a super I, I gross know. podcast? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, it's I've a, got a bunch of pictures of me drinking beer as a kid. Okay, that's why I like it so much. And then I went through a long period of time where I was like, Ugh, I don't like beer. Beer tastes like butt. Mm-hmm. And then you started liking butt. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was. I guess that was the turning point. Uh-huh. That's where I really, where I really brought it all home. Like, oh, I should eat some rotten food yeah, and some beer. Um, yeah, good cocktail. Everyone, try it out. Sure. Yeah, the whipped cream and the cherry are a waste of time. Really? Because uh, they well, fall I mean, to the bottom. It's like anything else. A beverage with fucking whipped cream on top, it becomes a beverage where the last few swigs of the beverage are just a bunch of straws full of whipped cream, which I guess if you want that, then go right ahead. Yeah, but go for it. What, maybe you just save yourself the trouble. Spray the whipped cream directly into your mouth, you fat pig. Sure. Uh, I don't know that I've ever done that. Just put uh, whipped cream in it. I, I've held it um, right side up so I could just get the gas out of the can. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, yeah. Better, it's better just go straight to the source and get get a tank of laughing gas. Get a tank of a uh, tank of helium <laughs> or helium. Yeah, I'm assuming the way you want to do it is just make your voice all high pitched <laughs> and funny, uh-huh. like the grandma in Parenthood. The movie, right? The, yeah, the movie. I'm only ever talking about the movie. I don't, okay, got... I've never seen the movie. That's my problem. I'm going to put that on my list. I'm going to write it down oh, right now. I've never are seen you serious? Parents. I'm very serious. Roy, it is one of the... I've I would really like movie. someone to watch the movie for me and give times. me a review. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, there's a kid named Cool, uh-huh. and that's all right. Uh, Amadeus has a kid named Cool. Oh, he's in it? Yeah. That's the only other movie he's ever done. Really? I don't know. He's done prob- very, very few movies. Probably some other stuff. Yeah, but he's he's one of the characters. He's he's Steve that's, Martin's brother. That's cool. Yeah, Rick Moranis is in it. Mm-hmm. He's a science man. Okay. Uh, Has he done anything else? Rick Moranis. Yeah, he retired uh, permanently, or is he going to come back? I think he retired permanently. He was just like, I've got enough money, and uh, he had like a sick relative that he wanted to take mm-hmm. care of. Or, no, his maybe kids, his wife. Right? Di- his wife died, right, and so and he, he said, I want to raise my kids, and so I'm just done acting. Huh. I wonder how he fills his days. Probably raising his kids. Sure, but you know, there's trying to stop them from seeing a bunch of dicks. <laughs> sure. Unlike you, that, that is a full time job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I really uh, hope I never okay. have a daughter, Roy. Why? Because I don't want to think about that. 
Uh-huh. Because you don't respect women. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because, yeah, I'd rather have a, I'd rather have a kid that's worth a shit. Uh, um, no, no. What I'm saying is I don't want to have to, like, I could imagine if I had a son and it was like, oh, it turns out your son fucked 50 girls. I'd be like, huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I maybe need to talk to him about, you know, being responsible or whatever, but I'm not, I don't want to kill myself because my son <laughs> fucked 50 girls. Sure. Right. In a row. Yeah. But, but if I had a, if I had a daughter and, uh, uh. somebody was like, oh, Hey, yeah, I saw your daughter the other day. She was getting plowed by 50 dudes. Yeah. I would want to kill myself mm-hmm. or, well, and her, but I would probably Why her. I, oh, wouldn't you be more a, upset at the dudes? Yeah. That's a good point. No, no. Everything would be her fault. That's the problem, right? Oh, I see. Yeah, good I'm luck. Sure she was good luck with it. that. You know, I have a hard time uh, thinking about that right now. I probably always will. Have, oh yeah, I would hope so. But I also want her. Like, you know what's real easy? Thinking about my daughter getting plowed by fifty Ugh. dudes it goes down. That's smooth. awful. Awful to think about. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't. Yeah, sure. Don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, then stop when you, talking. When about you imagine it. your daughter in the future, is she like a hot naked girl, or is no. she like is she like a sci- like she's wearing like a jumpsuit and uh, glasses, and she has a shaved head, and <laughs> yep. she's putting the finishing touches on my fire missile, Statue of Liberty. Kid. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. super smart. Okay. Yeah, I need <laughs> has to, no social skills. <laughs> I need to indoctrinate her early. That's one thing I can teach somebody is no social skills. Uh, you ever, if you ever feel like your daughter's getting too good at interacting with people. Okay. Or maybe you're like, whoa, she's in danger of being good at relationships. You should send her my way. Oh, yeah, for for an internship. <laughs> I thought you were going to say an intervention. Oh, no. That's the same thing in this context. Sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we'll cross that bridge when... <laughs> <laughs> when I get to it. Do we have any old business, Roy? We do have some old business. Uh, Troy, uh, one of our good uh, listeners and friend uh, who we got yeah, one of our good listeners. Most of them are bad. <laughs> Especially you, Don. Yeah, you know what we're talking about, Don. Uh, he says, my wife and her brother refer to Zach's magic butthole moments, that's in quotations, as perfect poos. I have yet to experience such a glorious moment. Uh, you know, so you talked about this. Wow, Never. Never. Yeah, I'm what are you eating, Troy? I'm so sorry, Troy. Um, I had one of these just that week, right after last week. And, you know, I have just to say... Just the week right after last week. <laughs> just the week after the podcast, which was last week. Okay. Um, so th- you might say this week. You had- but, you know, I was all ready with toilet paper, <laughs> so I used it anyway, and that was a yeah, bad comes- idea. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because huh. it's dry. Hmm. Yeah. You need to be sweatier while you're pooping. Maybe. I think. Yeah. Really, everybody um, knows. I mean, yeah. And I have discovered that I still uh, smell pretty bad. Right. Because I'm not drinking enough water. Hmm. Uh, but I did bring a clamp for this microphone that's in front of me that yeah. I've been meaning to bring. But it was like a gift of the Magi moment, Roy. You brought a clamp on the day that I had finally bought some clamps that's because true. I had given up on you ever bringing yeah, one. And, and I also, I cut, cut off all my hair. hair. Yeah. I sold my wallet. To get you a clamp. Mm-hmm. I sold your microphone to buy you a clamp. Also, this is a solo podcast from now on. I've sure. been meaning to tell you. Uh, that is our old business. Well, okay. Uh, Roy, how about a section of the show that we like to call Topics? Topics. What's today's topic? Uh, it was going to be speakers I've listened to. Like uh, like a Bose acoustic wave? Yeah, that's probably the best best kind. Uh, although sometimes, you know, PVs do, do a th- you know, good job. A, P- a PV? 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I like a Marshall stack mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah. and, you know, to, to lull me to sleep. But I want this week's topic to be dishwashers. And now, do you mean the the Mexicans in the back? Or no, do you mean I mean the, the machines. The appliance. The appliance. Okay. Up, the, whoa. Hey, I saw what you did there. I used to be a dishwasher. Oh, wait. <laughs> I see what you mean. So did I. Oh, you're not a Mexican. That's true. Yeah, oh, this was funny. in the 90s, though. Oh sure, when affirmative action was in place. Oh sure, yeah. No, it was, it was before it was before our country got invaded. Uh-huh. It was before we lost what my uh, my buddies down at the American Legion and I refer to as the Silent War. Uh-huh. Uh So dishwashers the appliance. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about dishwashers the appliance? How do, do I feel? I feel like dishwasher? You know, I feel like you know how I feel about them. Uh, mm, I don't remember. No, I I think that it is basically a useless appliance. Right. Because they never work right, right? In my experience, they, 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 you know, okay, so they sometimes work right. If you have... Already washed the dishes. Yeah, if you, if you wash the dishes ahead of time. Okay, so the reason that I, the dishwashers don't work right for me is because it takes me probably two weeks to get enough dishes dirty to fill up a dishwasher mm-hmm. right and because all the stuff I, is dry I on eat there. at restaurants all the time and i hardly ever cook and when i do cook i wash the dishes right afterwards because they just will get like I, you, you're not gonna i'm not gonna put like a teflon frying pan in the dishwasher sure and so i will just i will clean off the cookware as i am cooking basically and you know everything else i'll just run some water on and put it in the sink or whatever but then it's like it, the dishwasher just won't it'll just fuse all the shit to the right yeah i mean uh, i've been using our dishwasher and i'm extremely disappointed with it and i've come to the point now where i am essentially washing all of the dishes then putting them in the dishwasher but i still don't fill it up so they have to wait in there but there is one one thing because i'm wondering the, the idea is that dishwashers use less water right than if i were to rinse all the dishes in the sink so if I'm washing them but not rinsing them off and putting them in there and having the dishwasher do it, then maybe that's okay. But I really don't know. I think it's horse shit. Yeah, the whole thing. It's a scam. Yeah. It's by, it's by a big dishwasher. Saving. Yeah, big dishwasher by Whirlpool. It's you know, it's like supposed to be a labor saving device, but it's just bullshit. No, it's it's like you're doing it twice and then you have to empty out the the dishwasher and it's low, so it hurts your back. It hurts my back. I, washing dishes at a sink hurts my back. That's why I hate doing it. Hmm. Uh, because I'm just, I feel like I'm just too tall. The entire world, everything in the world is designed for somebody that's about five or six or seven inches shorter than me. Mm-hmm. And so using almost anything. Hurts. Hurts. Uh, you should um, have just single use dishes. Okay. But like ceramic ones. Like, oh, oh, not paper so just, ones. Like I could just pretend I was like a yeah. Greek and it was always uh-huh. a holiday. Yeah. Build a wall outside your kitchen that every, you can throw them. Every night against. after dinner. Opa. Uh-huh. And I just break also the forks. Just it's, uh, find something that I can use to Porcelain break, forks. break forks. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. Sure. They'd yeah. have to be really big though. So that they would work. Yeah. So they wouldn't really break, like, like oversized break, forks break off inside yeah. a baked potato. Uh-huh. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be rough. Uh, I mean, so you could make forks out of like. Like if you could get like a Jolly Rancher fork. Oh, right. So, right, it's, it's your utensil. And but then, then when you dessert. stick it in your mouth, you're going to bite down on it so that it sticks to well, your you to, top and to, bottom teeth. You'd have to be careful with it. You don't want to do that if you've got a mouthful of potatoes. You'll choke. That's true. 
Yeah, this is why I never say I'd like a I'd like a baked potato with onions, sour cream, cheese, and Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> That's something that no one has ever ordered, Roy. Do you think so? Yeah, it's a bad idea. I don't know. It is. A, I'm gonna a, try that next time. I'm, bad I'm at the Taco Tote. Oh. <laughs> that place went out of business. A. Uh, B, it did. Uh, yeah, the no. Taco Tote is closed. Oh, that is it's very gone. disappointing. It, it, you news. know what? You know what? Here's something that's even more disappointing, Roy. You know what's what? there now instead? A Denny's. A Sizzler. What? It's worse. It's like adding. It's like adding insult sewage to, to insults. It's not even. Whoa. It's. I've never eaten at a Sizzler. I have. You once. have? Uh, yeah, once when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. every once in a while, my family would get excited. We'd be like, oh, we're going to go to Sizzler. Not my parents. This is like my grandparents. And like Everybody was like, oh, all the, all the other cousins were like, ooh, Sizzler. And I went there and I was like, what the fuck is even going on here? I remember having a friend, our friend Matt um, used to work there. And he said, if you ever eat anything from the salad bar, don't eat anything that is halfway full. Because they only refill the top. Ugh. That was his claim, but you know, he he told lots of tall tales. Uh huh. Is this tales is this out of school? Your friend Matt, who also stabbed himself with my knife and left a big bloody handprint on the windshield of my car. No, that's a different Matt. A different Matt. Yeah. Okay. The the Bruce Springsteen listening to Matt. Oh, okay. I have no idea who you're talking to. No, okay. I have no idea who you're talking to, Roy. What 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 is this place? Where am I? Uh... All right, yeah. so we got some phone calls. We do. Let's listen to them. Okay. Jared, Jared, I want you to hold the law. Boy, I hope you can throw it on this, but it's really a question for Zach, because Zach, I know you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm an old school bath chick. I live in San Francisco. Every time I so much as dip my littlest toe in what passes for goth culture out here, some Van Dyke and ponytailed asshole in a utilicult does his level best to ruin it for me. Whether it's the dude at the bar who's inappropriately hitting on me with the violently psychopathic girlfriend to the overbearing security guard, wants to 86 me from the club for not smoking even in the bathroom. What is an effective strategy for dealing with grown men who think kilts are a thing that's okay? I would love and will. Susan and Sanford fucking sick of its cuffs. Fucking kilts, Roy. Yeah. I, I just went to Dragon Con. You didn't go with us because you, I, I, I'm beginning to think that the reason that you had a baby <laughs> was so that I don't go so to that stuff. you wouldn't have to go to places where there were going to be dudes in fucking utilicilts. The, the, the utilicilts people had a booth set up there and I saw guys buying goddamn utilicilts. Mm-hmm. What kind of guys? I, d- dip ass. D- dip guys? Dip asses. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, we're in agreement. We are. Wait, uh, okay, uh, I do want to know, are, are kilts okay at a thing like Dragon Con? Because it I seems mean, they're like- not okay anywhere. That You'll find other guys. Here's the problem. This is the problem with the internet. You could be like, hey, I really like to show babies my balls, and you will find a group of guys on the internet who's like no, the International let's have Show a meetup. And, International Show and Babies Your Balls Association, and so uh-huh. you'll start to think it's okay. Sure. And this is the, it's great for people, you know, like say, people who are, anorexic and want to use their anorexia to inspire other girls to feats of greater anorexia right yeah uh, you know one. thin thin inspiration girls who want to thin spire mm-hmm. each other by uh, looking like fucking creepy gross skeletons skeletors not having any boobs anymore uh but uh, all girls e- eat something please but mm-hmm. not too much yeah fatty hey man i send such mixed signals yeah you do it's confusing no wonder girls don't like me uh i like boobs yeah me too yeah they're great 
All, all sorts of them. Yeah. Big ones, little ones. I like all of them. Like, or, or, it's like orange ones. You know, I ones tend to, like oranges. Uh, I am always, you know, uh, amazed by very large boobs because it's sort of like, what that's you, a lot of gravity. That's Yeah. Like, what do you even, how do you, how does um, that work? But I really like little boobs. Yeah. I always have. Okay. I, I'll try not to tell your wife. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Uh, I'm not going to try. I, I like all, all of them. Yeah. You know, uh, anyway, let's, no not, boob let's not get them. derailed by how much we like boobs. Let's okay. not make this literally yes. every other thought that ever pops into our heads. Sure. Uh, Stream of consciousness. I don't know. To, to get kind of serious about this for a minute, I don't know whether this is one of those things where I am an asshole for being so against this. Because what the fuck do I care? Like, I'm sure there were people like us who were ranting on their podcasts about how women shouldn't wear pants. Right? I don't give a fuck right. if... And I don't give a fuck if women... Yeah. I don't give a fuck if women wear pants. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't care. I, like, I don't care about fashion. I don't care about clothes. Why does this piss me off so much? What is it? Okay, okay, well, it doesn't piss me off in the same way. I, I just think it uh, says something about a person who is wearing a utilicult more than how they look in it. It's like a fedora. And what it says is, there is nothing about me more interesting than my choice of pants. Sure. I am doing this because it gives me something that is true Distinct. about me uh-huh. that distinguishes me at all from other people i see and what I mean, if I you are, there are a lot of boring people in the world that need something to distinguish them but maybe you get like a like a i don't know i had a mohawk for a long time mm-hmm. and i don't know what my motivations for that were well it made you interesting it didn't though i mean i i was interesting I didn't need the mohawk to be interesting, mm-hmm. right? But you were just trying stuff out. Uh, but was I were, trying to buck tradition? I don't know. You were eighteen, though. That that is the the difference, right? You are not. Yeah, I'm not you don't like have a, a mohawk at thirty six. Thirty six year old dude, yeah. Which a lot of people do, but they're like hardcore. You know, still listening to rancid and stuff. They're and, committed to a lifestyle. Yeah, and that's that's their thing. Yeah, I don't know that the kilt guys are committed to a. I mean, maybe. But so why doesn't it bother me when there's a dude in like full on steampunk regalia? Oh, that really bothers me. Does it? Yeah, it bothers me because um, what has become steampunk is just taking a bunch of brass gears and gluing them on on your leather vest, and that is stupid. Uh, I usually what I usually see is a guy in steampunk regalia is just a guy in an older style of suit, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, wish I do that, like that. I wish that's a thing that would come back. I wish men wearing hats was a thing. That it needs to come back because now uh, we should wear hats because of skin cancer. Men's fashion changes extremely slowly, mm-hmm. and it it's weird that you look at some stuff from you know like I like I kind of like the look of like a really long coat, but I'm not gonna wear one because people don't. And you also live in Arizona. Well, sure, but yeah. I mean, if you lived in Canada, that might be different. Now, now everything is fucking Dockers and polo shirts. Really. I, okay. I do not like Dockers. Who am I madder at? I see two guys. I see two guys. One of them has a beard and a utilicult. The other one has a Bluetooth headset and a polo shirt. Dang. Yeah. I. What, what if you switch that around and the guy who has the beard has the Bluetooth and has a utilicult and Dockers underneath. Oh, okay. So he's like going for a manic pixie. And no shirt. He's going for a manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> Just like, oh, I'm wearing pants and a dress. 
<laughs> I actually really like how that looks. Like you see uh, like traditional Vietnamese uh, um, clothing for women. And it's like a dress type of thing. I don't know what it's called. Maybe someone could tell us, but um, it's sort of like pants and a dress on top of that. I deal with like tights and a dress. Yeah, I also really like, like that. Like leggings and a dress. I mean, that's I also not... also like tall socks. Because that's a way of... Yeah, me too. That's a way of... But that's I also a way really of... like boobs. <laughs> yeah, boobs are pretty good. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, mean, it's I don't a way know. of still wearing a dress when it's cold. Sure. Which, you know, I think a girl should wear a dress. Yeah. That's, I, I, I'm honestly against girls wearing pants. I, I, I'm just going to come out... <laughs> oh, really? Come out and say it. Okay. Yeah. What if um, it... You know, it goes on long enough so that uh, people who are our age now and wear utility kilts and think it's okay, then when they are in their 80s and 90s, they're still wearing a fedora and a utility kilt uh, and man, a and cane. At that, point, at that point, their ball sacks have sagged so much yeah. that their old man balls are hanging out underneath, like truck nuts. <laughs> underneath their utility. So I have a plan, Roy. I, What's your I, plan? I wish that I was willing to actually do this. Hmm. I wish that I was willing to I wish that I was willing to get arrested to prove a point because what I want to do is I want to fashion I want to commission the production of a giant totally realistic vagina to Poor. put on the back of my truck uh-huh so that I can drive it around and when I get arrested for it I can I can be in court I can represent myself right. and say yeah you know what Throw the book at me, but also make fucking truck nuts illegal. Uh-huh. So the people versus uh, Zach Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I don't really want to do that. <laughs> like, a, because, A, I don't oh. want to drive a truck with a giant realistic oh. vagina on the back. I was really looking forward to making that realistic <laughs> oh, vagina yeah, for yeah. you. I don't know, man. You, are you, how, how's your how's your rubber rubber molding skills? Yeah, pretty good. I how, can is, make... how is, that was, of course, short for how is your rubber molding skills? That, I'm, they're all right. Roy, how is they? Day is good. Good. Day is rubbery. I, oh, God. I, what? Now I want to do this. Why am I so mad about it? If a bunch of us did it, it would be a movement. Yeah. <laughs> like a vaginas everywhere truck, movement. Truck snatch. Yeah. Truck snatch everywhere. Yeah. The vagina monologues. Mm-hmm. For trucks. Yeah. I, but, yeah, I saw a pair of truck nuts on the flyway. On the flyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, on the flyway. Stop wearing fucking kilts. God damn it. Not even, like, fucking Scottish men don't even wear kilts anymore. They it's do like, at weddings. Uh, right? And funerals. That. Yeah, no, it's a, that's a traditional yeah, wedding it's thing. It's traditional to dip your balls in the deceased's mouth. It's a gesture of respect. Um, no, I mean, look, but, but if that were true, look, then you should only you wear utility kilts you when you're working on your hog. If you get to Fiddler's Green and your mouth does not smell like balls, they're not going to like you. None of the none oh, of the, really? the fairy women will kiss you okay. on Fiddler's Green if your mouth doesn't smell like balls. And so that's why they they do that. It's like it was like how they buried people in Egypt with a bunch of gold, you know, so they could pay the pay, pay the yeah, lorry so man. Be, they could be rich. The lorry man, <laughs> so they could pay you lorry. To, to figure out what was wrong with them. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. It's, nope, they're never dead. It turns out they always are. Uh, thanks for the call. Hey, Advice Hot Dog. Um, calling in once again as a loyal listener of Advice Hot Dog. Um, really sorry to hear you haven't received 
any other reviews for Step Up Revolution besides mine. Hopefully, though, I think you'll hear the next uh, best thing. I recently saw The Matrix Revolutions, which from the title I assumed would be pretty similar to Step Up Revolution. Unfortunately, I don't think Roy would like it, though. There really is little to no dancing of any kind or no stepping up, uh, and they don't have the same kind of fashion sense that the sexy young men and women of the Step Up universe have. Uh, unfortunately, I have to give the movie uh, two steps down. Well, finally. Yes. A review. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, f- you know, I feel that um, they had those machine gun things that they kind of danced a little bit when they're uh, tr- shooting the robots. Is that Was that in Revolutions? Yeah. I Revolutions is the last one, right? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. They both. Yeah, Reloaded is the second one, and Revolutions is the last one. And they have to hold the dock. Hickory dickory. Okay. From the ro- robots that, that are inviting. Hold the dock. And inviting them to die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> dear, dear Zion, you are hereby cordially invited to die. Uh, well, except for the Love. 23 that Colonel Sanders... <laughs> oh right, the, the architect. He did look like Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, he didn't say what uh, what his scale of steps is. Like how many how many steps do you take to go all the way down? Yeah, how many steps? He are just there? said that it was two. Uh, you know, something that we forgot to take care of in old business, Roy, is uh, we we received a, a package in the mail uh, from. Someone who may or may not be a podcast listener, or who someone or who my, just did a search for yeah, hot dog. My theory is that somebody just did a Google search for hot dog and then uh, wanted to promote his hot dog topping. Yeah, because our show is so popular that it pops up as number one when you when you search hot dog. I don't know that that's actually true. <laughs> it is when I search for well, sure. it, but I think Google is tailoring your search results to your own vanity <laughs> because I I search for. Advice hot dog every day. You search for hot dogs every day, but all you ever do is look at your own website. Yeah. Website's really terrible. I'm sorry. Um, So, yeah, Nick Loeb sent us Loeb Foods Hot Dog Crunch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Onion Crunch. Oh, man. What if it was tiny little dehydrated hot dogs that you were supposed to put on an onion? Oh, and and if you eat all of them, they expand in your stomach and they kill you, just like... When people were throwing out instant rice at weddings and it killed all the pigeons. I don't think that actually happened. I think it did. I don't think it did. Yeah. There are still a lot of fucking pigeons. Look it up on Snopes. (laughs) Okay. Um, I taught my mother about Snopes this week. Oh, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Will she stop sending you bullshit political emails now? I don't know. Obama (laughs) is made of muslin. (laughs) (laughs) You, so you... What you do is Obama the, the, is a Muslim. The safer thing to throw at wedding uh, wedding dudes is Cheerios. Is, uh, broken up alka seltzers. <laughs> you just take a whole box of Cheerios and you throw it in the 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 newlyweds' car so that they get ready. For <laughs> yeah. The future. So when they have a kid, yeah, you just dump, you just open the sunroof and pour a box of Cheerios. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, so Nick Love sent, sent us his new product, which is called Onion Crunch, and it's a great topping for, for uh, hot dogs. Right? It's kind of messy. You'd want to eat it at the kind of place that had peanut shells on the floor so sure. that they wouldn't notice when you dropped most of the onion crunch on them. Like, mm-hmm. it just falls out of your mouth. Right. Uh, I, I think it'd be pretty good on a pizza. Sure. I think it, it would also be good on a sandwich, in a sandwich. Yeah, but you'd want to put, like, so, so here's what you do. You take a bagel. 
You toast uh-huh. the bagel. I don't really like eating bagels. Can, you put a, can I use sourdough bread? This is a, this? no, no. Listen, I'm going to tell you how to make the best sandwich. Okay. Okay. You take a bagel, cut it in half, you toast it. You open uh, one pack of Carl Buddig uh, mechanically separated turkey slices. Okay. You pull out each slice individually mm-hmm. and place and it on the fold bottom. It. Place it on the. No, you don't fold it. Okay. You just pull it out individually and place it on the bottom uh, half of the bagel. Flat, or do you kind of scrunch Flat. them up? Flat. Flat. You don't. Okay. All you're doing is putting air. Then why in do you? Why do you have to? Oh, okay. It makes it the air. It makes it feel like more meat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then you take the top half of the bagel and you put about a half an inch of cream cheese on it. Okay. Okay. Then you take a whole bunch of green olives and you slice them, mm-hmm. and then you press the slices of green olive into the cream cheese. Okay. Okay. Then you put some regular cheese on top of the Carl Budig meat. What kind of regular cheese? Whatever you got. Like cheddar? Or a slice of provolone, maybe. Okay. A, a good provolone. Yeah. Then the new the new hotness, Roy, is you also sprinkle a bunch of onion crunch onto the cream cheese mm-hmm. side so that you get little shards of deliciousness embedded in the cream cheese. Okay. And you put it all together, and then you just fucking eat it. Oh, fuck. It would be really good on a salad. Okay. It's yeah. like Bacos. Except like vegan bacos. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if the product is vegan. I don't know if it is. I know that it is vegetarian. It's not gluten free, but it is vegetarian. My girlfriend said that they made palm oil out of the tears of rainforest anacondas. Yeah, I don't know where she read that. Okay. Rainforest anaconda, like the snakes. Yeah, like snake tears. Snake tears. Yeah. Well, well I mean, then that, it makes a very. Then why is it called palm oil and not snake tear oil? Well, snake oil. Like, no, I mean, because it's like the reason that it's canola oil and not rape oil is because people don't like hearing about <laughs> they don't com- They don't like not. to know where it comes from. Right. You know, like <laughs> they like the end result, but they don't know how it's made. Yeah. Um, so, Nick, if if you do listen to the show, thank you for sending us this. And uh, I, I do endorse it. If I didn't like it, I, w- I would. I would say nothing. Yeah, if it had been gross, we would have just not talked about it at all. But it wasn't. It was good. Yeah. Uh, and we have a lot of it. Man, yeah, did thank we you. get a lot of it. Uh, and I don't know if this is a thing you can buy at a store. It is. Uh, I saw on his website uh, when he first sent us a message about this that I think you can buy it at um, like AJ's a, like or Whole Foods Kroger? or something like that. I don't know if you can buy it at Kroger. But I think you can go to uh, OnionCrunch.com. A, a Pidgely Widgely? A Pidgely Widgely sells it. Or a Safway. An IAJ? <laughs> I, IAJs. Um, yeah, OnionCrunch.com, I think it tells you there. I, I guess AJ's it's the new clearly, rage in For a while, AJ's had New York Canadian. They did? Yeah. Re- but then again? there were some other issues of clearly Canadian. What are the issues, issues with clearly Canadian? Uh, well, uh some of it, they've replaced it with some sort of diet beverage that is made with uh, Olestra. <laughs> Not what's what's the sugar a- equivalent? Ampersand, <laughs> right? Aspergers. <laughs> um, no, what the fuck? I I've put it out of my mind. Salvia. <laughs> bath salts. They, I don't know. They've they just replaced it with they they burn some bath salts and put that in the bubbles. So so drinking this is like smoking bath salts and it's like ah this is so good I'm gonna eat a face. <laughs> um, Sinistro. I think that's Magne- the type of sugar. Magneto. What? What the fuck is that stuff called? I don't know. I can't actually think of it. It's not NutraSweet. It's not aspartame. It's like stevia. It's not stevia. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It it's isn't. Not. No, it's... but that is a type of fake sugar. 
Isn't I know. It? Yeah. Oh, but it's not stevia. No. Is that what it's called? Not stevia? Yeah. It's, I can't. I can't believe it's not stevia. It's Canadian. <laughs> I can't believe. Hey, I, I have a question for you. Maybe you know this. Do they still make Zima? Ah, uh, is that still a thing? I have like gay dudes still need to get each other drunk, right? Sh- sure, but that's why you have wine coolers. Here's what you do: you put, you take a stick of big red, and and that's a, drop a, a stereotype Zima, of, of and then gay you men. suck like forty dicks. That's what I've learned. I used to drink Zima. Yeah, I know. And it cleared your palate for all the dick sucking. Uh-huh. You would drink it in between. To- <laughs> Look, if we have any gay listeners out there and uh, sure you think this are... is a misrepresentation of yeah. you because of the Zima okay. and you hate Zima, please right. let us know. Okay. Alternatively, if there are any straight dudes out there that drink a lot of Zima, <laughs> go ahead, chime in. Well, let my us, first question is that you exist. whether or not Zima is still made. I'm pretty sure Because I kind of want to take it to a party as a funny gag. <laughs> It's a funny gag on a dick. Yeah. That's that's a funny gag. Uh, hey, are we going to answer any more questions? Yes. Uh, this was, uh, we got a postcard uh, from a guy, and it had a QR code on it that took a significant amount of effort to decode, because... Uh, I, like the our phone apps, uh, we a bunch of us tried it and they wouldn't read it. And then the first couple of online decoders that I tried wouldn't read it either. I think because it was too big. But I finally got it to finally got it done. Uh, Dear advice, hot dog. My dad has a big stack of old reel-to-reel tapes with recordings of long dead relatives. I'd like to digitize them before they all crumble to dust and the real player dies. I think I have the cables to get a mono signal from the real player into a mini jack or RCA plug. But what equipment do I need on my computer? I doubt my laptop's line import is very good, and I'd prefer not to introduce lots of electronic noise from my PC into the digitizations. Is there a reasonably priced USB sound card you'd recommend for this task? I don't need studio musician quality, just better than cheap laptop built-in sound card. Not very expensive would also be nice. Yours truly, Asmund in Norway. Hmm. As I understand it, um, no built-in sound card, like, they don't spend any money on the recording side of those because almost no one uses it for anything and oh. anybody who's going to do anything for real knows better than equipment. to use the built on so they're going to they're going to buy something external the thing that we use that was i want to say that this thing was like 120 bucks so i don't know it, it depends on your definition of cheap right sure. but the uh what what we are using right now what our sound is going through right now is the us 122 mk2 by tascam uh, which is just an like it's just an external USB. It's bus powered, so it's pretty handy. But where do you buy it? Uh, online, you buy it on the internet. Okay. You can probably get one from Amazon. But more or less, any any dedicated external sound card is gonna have better recording capacity. Like if you can get something with like a quarter inch line in instead of a mini, hmm. then that is probably something that they've paid enough attention to that it will be acceptable for recording something. Okay. Honestly, it's probably not a big deal to just use the onboard sound because it's not like it's not like you're going to be playing this over the PA at a stadium, right? And it's not like you're going to... Even, even like a podcast, you could record. It definitely sounds better mm-hmm. in better hardware, but it doesn't need to be that great. Well, it really you know, depends on what he's doing. If he's making a time capsule for posterity. That's it. Most of the laptops that I've had uh, put a bunch of ground loop hum into anything that's recorded through the mic jack. So mm-hmm. you don't want that. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, if if that is out of your price range, you might just ask your friends and see if anybody's already bought something like that. Right. And, you know, and, and say, use it. can I use your laptop and just take a thumb drive? Because it's not going to be that 
it's not going to be that big of a deal. But really, more or less, anything that you buy that is an external sound card is going to be better than the line-in on a laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, good. Okay. Hey, Zach and Roy. I recall a number of years ago on the Kingdom of Loathing podcast, Zach talked about trying to figure out the best ratio of ingredients for making limoncello. I was hoping you might be able to share the results you found. Thanks. Longing for limoncello. Hey, are you still making that? Do you no, still do it every summer? No. Uh, no? Kevin, Kevin has been, but I don't drink it fast enough to... Like, I still have a bunch of it that I made because mm. I don't really like it all that much. Oh, okay. Um, you know, other people do. But mm-hmm. I, the stuff that I made, other I, I started making it with Everclear instead of vodka so that it would actually be worth drinking. Oh, okay. Um, well, because otherwise it's just like, all right, so uh, here, here, what you what you do. And th- this, I think, we met a guy who also made limoncello and he brought some over and we were like, wow, this is way better than ours. Uh, and I don't and remember, what was the I don't difference? remember what that guy's procedure was like. But what we, what we have always done is you fill a jar, you fill a pint jar with lemon zest. Get it, get like a microplane grinder uh, for zesting the lemon um, so that you can get just the good parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, try not to get much of the white because that'll introduce bitterness into the whole thing. So you, you just fill a jar up. It's like, yeah, I don't know, like halfway with that stuff and then fill that with vodka or Everclear. Uh, put that away for a month. That's all? Uh, well, no, there's more, oh, there's more sure. to it than that. I, I should then, keep listening. Uh, then uh, come back, filter it out. Um, we've tried various methods and we eventually landed on, uh, we started using, uh, so Kevin had bought his girlfriend, this cold pressed coffee kit, uh, to, to just make like where you pour a bunch of water and coffee grounds and then put them in the refrigerator for 12 hours or whatever. And there's like a sort of a bucket with a hole in the bottom and these, these, uh, filters that go in there. Mm-hmm. So we started using those, uh, you filter, filter that out. So then you've just got this like lemon oil and vodka mixture and then make, uh, another pint, another another jar of half water, half sugar. Mm. Uh, mix those together. Let that sit for a month, and then filter it again, and then bottle it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like so. Do you mix them together with the second time? Do you mix you them all together? Do you mix what you filtered with the lemon? With yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Water, well, no, you don't. The you, don't sugar mix, one. you don't use what you've taken out. Like once you once you pull all the solids out of it the first time, you just throw them away. Sure, I'm saying the liquid that you have after doing that, you mix that in with the you sugar. Mix that in with the, the sugar water, okay. yeah, and then and then the, you, it basically at that point it's limoncello. Like you don't have to let it mellow anymore, mm-hmm. and you don't have to filter it anymore. But the more that you filter it, the less it'll get gross looking. When you leave it sitting around, because there's there's still pure, be, there'll still be a bunch solids. of sediment in it. Yeah, I see. it's not going to hurt you. I mean, at no point is there anything in there that you can't consume. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, is lime cello a thing? I've never do people seen. Do I've never with... seen it, and I think that I think that it doesn't work. I think that for one Too reason or another, or yeah, you can't you can't like lime essential oil doesn't taste good the way the huh. lemon essential oil does okay. or something. We made some uh, we made some grapefruit. I recall liking stuff. that. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't care for it. But okay. then again, I don't even really like limoncello. So right. it was just like a thing to do because I have this lemon. I have this incredibly prolific lemon tree and I want to do something with it. And I don't really do. like lemonade. Oh, I love lemonade. Yeah. Well, you should come get all the lemons next February. I will. Take as many as you want. Zach. I eat all my unpopped kernels as well. However, I also enjoy my popcorn slightly scorched, so I face a terrible choice with microwave popcorn. Do I underpop the popcorn to get more kernels, or do I overpop the popcorn to that slightly scorched flavor? Troy. Two bags and two microwaves. Yeah, simultaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I, I, I do have a bit of old business that has to do with popcorn. Now, while I do not think of popcorn as uh, a meal, I really love putting it in soup. Like, I will take an entire bag of popcorn if I have one. And if I'm eating soup, which I happen to do a lot, and pour it into my bowl of soup. And then, are you kidding? I am not kidding. You, I am you, very. I can't tell I'm if this dead is a, serious. I can't tell if this is a gag where dead you're trying serious. to come up with the grossest. It fucking is not thing. the grossest thing. Dead serious. Soggy ass uh-huh. popcorn in soup. Yes, and I eat it. Right. I, Wait, did I say I give myself an enema with it? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, no, I do eat it. That's serious. Okay. That's serious. You, so you do that, and then you filter that, and then you mix that with half water, half sugar, and uh-huh. you let that sit for a month. Uh-huh. And then you throw it all away because it's fucking gross, Roy. <laughs> I'm not joking. Jonathan writes, have you guys ever visited the Musical Instrument Museum north of Phoenix, Arizona? It looks like it could be fun, though this might be more up Roy's alley. Mm-hmm. Classy. Uh, I've never been there. Are you just saying that because Roy's classier? Because Roy sure as shit is not a musician. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but, you know, I've listened to music. Okay. That good? <laughs> that makes me qualified to go to a museum sure, about time, musical one instruments. Time, one time I made a suit like David Byrne. <laughs> Yeah, I did. No, I don't even know about this museum. You don't know about the Musical Instrument Museum? I guess maybe somebody told me about it once. The MIM? Uh, Apparently, it's really awesome. Roy, what's your favorite museum? Ooh, uh, like in Ever? Yeah. I I think the Dorsey in in Paris. Okay. That's my favorite favorite museum. It's pretty good. Uh, But, you know, I I haven't had a chance to visit a lot of museums. I mean... um, I do like the Tamayo in Mexico City, but it's just weird architecture and stuff. Okay. Like, usually the work isn't that awesome. I, that museum I went to um, two summers ago in Mexico City was also really cool. The one that kind of looked like a big helmet. Did I tell you about that? Like, the collection inside? Yeah, I the, mean, I think any building looks like a helmet, right? If no, I had no windows. Maybe I haven't told you about this. Um, so, it's like this... Um, cube that's been turned slightly so it has these concave walls and it's completely covered with um i think there are hexagonal panels of steel so the whole thing was shiny and it, it looked like it was cg like in my photos it didn't look like it was a real thing um and inside you would go go and see this guy's it's this guy's collection the richest man in mexico or maybe the world i forget what his name is so the best murderer uh-huh. Yeah, he's the petroleum. No, uh, what does he own? This is Cheech Marin that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, they call him Slim, but I forget what his uh, real name is. Um, Are they being sarcastic because he's a big fat dude? No, I don't know. I've never seen a picture of him. But it's his personal collection of, of artwork. Gordo. And uh, you go in this museum, and there are no windows in the museum, and it's just like this huge ramp going all the way up. And it's pretty awesome. Okay. Collection is interesting. Like, it's uh, very it's modern. It's not like a bunch of lowrider. No, no, it isn't. Uh, has a lot of historical things like furniture and coins and you know things like that, like historical from Mexico. But then it also has a lot of art and has the only Artists mosaics the, 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 I've the ever seen. The world's first one billion peso coin. <laughs> yes, it was once used to buy a bottle of soda. 
Um, so I would recommend that museum, of which I have forgotten what it is called. So oh, I will good. find out, so and then weird, I'll make it into old the, business. The weird hexagonal cube museum of mm-hmm. Mexico. I'll even post some photos. I, I do still have some photos. Somewhere in What's Germany, your we, went to a, we went to this museum of industry uh, mm. that was really awesome. And we learned there was a whole section about tunnels uh, and the ways in which they made tunnels. Oh. And that was pretty cool. That's like a live how it's made. Yeah, there was a there was a machine that dug and lined with concrete the, the walls of a tunnel, like in real time. What? It was a single machine that would drill, and then behind where it was drilling, it would build walls around the inside of the now was this machine by chance made by the uh acme company yes it was it was i mean they had to keep supplying it with sections of wall Uh it wasn't like it what would be great is if it drilled the stuff turned it into cement Mm -hmm. right using using you know water that it condensed out of the sweat it'd be better if it turned it into diamonds no yeah i guess that would be better and then they could just buy a fucking plane yeah like fuck this tunnel bullshit Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And do you remember what city this was in? I don't. Okay. It was in one of the cities we went to. Okay. German, maybe Frankfurt. It was definitely not in Berlin. Okay. Uh, it was not in uh, It was not in Dresden because everything that we tried to go to in Dresden was fucking closed. Right. Closed due to firebombing. <laughs> uh, mm, closed yeah. due to you having blown it up, you American assholes. That's what all the signs said. And then they might have directed us to this part of town just to be dicks. Right. Um, I did like the uh, science or the Center for Media Technology, Art and Media Technology in Germany. I, I went with you, the big cube. Uh, oh, was that at the... Uh, the the Z, ZKM? The, the uh, Karl... The, and the, Karlsruhe. The Karlsruhe Insti- yeah. Yeah, it's like the yeah. Karlsruhe Institute of Technologies Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember any of the exhibits there. Uh, they had that w- dark room that you went in, and it had a bunch of TV projections playing all at the same time and stuff, and you could interact with it and it it'd move around. And... Freaky deaky. Yeah, it was freaky Yeah, that deaky. was freaky deaky. I was high as a kite. Um, I like the permanent stuff that's in there. I remember in the lobby, there was this big light sort of display that was really interesting. Was there, did they have a Foucault's pendulum? No, they did not. Dear advice, hot dog. Since you are accomplished musicians, what? Yeah, like me. <laughs> or at least accomplished hirers of musicians, I would value your input on something. Is it annoying or rude to try to talk to a performer while they're preparing for the show, tuning guitars and drinking a beer before they're set? What about when they're selling merchandise that you're not intending to purchase? Also, what can a person say to you, a musician, that isn't just, thanks for playing tonight, or I really enjoy your music, or crapo Oh, and thanks for answering my Screaming Eagle question and coining the phrase Murmuring Bird a few weeks back. That was swell of you folks. Sincerely, need some de- decent alliteration in Santa Rosa. I've always been of the opinion that if you don't know somebody, you don't really need to talk to them. Yeah. Um, I sometimes don't even talk to people that I do know if they're yeah. across the street. Yeah. yeah sometimes, uh, like, Roy will come over and he'll be like, are you ready to do the podcast? And I'll just be like, mm-hmm. It's a good way to keep people on their toes. Yes, See, I've been is. reading uh, the game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and this is how you do it. This is what you you know you you you. Need You've to... actually been reading it. No, I have not. Oh, okay. Been reading it. <laughs> no. Well, I want to know. Man, that, Does it the, work? I mean, the last thing I need is to read a book on how to be more of an asshole to women. <laughs> well, you could refine your skills. Yeah, I probably could. Um, Roy, I... my, yeah, as as if it would, <laughs> as if it, it was possible to refine my skills any further. Uh. I am. I am a master. Seek perfection. I am a master fucking pimp. <laughs> Zach dreams of being an asshole. 
oh yeah, I'm like Gojira. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Gojira. <laughs> it's Mothra dreams of sushi. Sorry, um, I can't tell Japanese people or monsters <laughs> apart. I can't tell monsters apart. Uh, I think it is annoying if they're getting ready for a show. Right? Drinking beer, just hanging out. You should just let them play their show. Yeah. I mean, I... Even though I am friends with Aaron from the minibuses, I still feel weird about walking up to him while he's on stage. Even though he never cares, because it's sure. always like, hey, are we hanging out after this? Yes. <laughs> or like, hey, do you want a beer? Yes. Hmm. Right? But I still feel weird about it, because it's like, I would, like, you know, they're working. Sure. Right? That, you don't that's wanna, the like, thing. That's you don't want to mess with somebody while they're at work, mm-hmm. unless they engage you. Right. Right? Like... Which, how can they? They don't know you. So you have to, they have to get to know you first. Here's the thing. Send them a text message to see if it's okay to bug them while they're on stage. And if you don't know their phone number, it's not okay to bug them while they're on stage. <laughs> ah, good, good, good way to find that out. You go ask them their phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, why, is, why wouldn't you want to buy anything from them if you're so into them? Uh, maybe, from their maybe merch you don't table. Have any money, or maybe maybe they have a, a bumper sticker. Maybe you're a tightwad. Well, maybe you are. Yeah, maybe you could go be like, can I get another copy of your album to give to somebody? Yeah, as as a favor to you. Yeah, why are you there if you're not going to spend any money, you mm-hmm. fucking leech? That's what I say. I, I don't know what you say to musicians. I mean, they already know that they're good, right? Yeah. It'd be like, sweet G minor seventh mm-hmm. chord. It's pretty good. Sweet, sweet power chords. Good tremolo. Uh-huh. Tremello. That was a sweet uh, uh, caramello <laughs> that you played at the end of that. Sweet, sweet child of mine. Arpeggio. Yeah. The good coda. <laughs> the Kodak. I, I wish I could help you with this. I, yeah, I don't. I'm not interested yeah, in helping people. Don't bug anymore. musicians. Don't yeah. talk to them. They're, yeah. they're a bad influence on, yeah, on your just kids. Gonna, they're just going to make you smoke the reefer. They're going to take you backstage, uh-huh. and you're going to smoke the reefer, and the next thing you know, you're going to be getting oral sex performed on you by some groupie, and then where are you going to be? Yeah. It's a, you don't want that to happen. It's a bad road. You do, mm-hmm. not want, you do not want any part of that. Yeah. Roy. Yes. Let's be done with this. Okay. If somebody wanted to get some advice from us, how would they do it? Uh, they would go to our website, which is called advicehotdog.com, and there they would see links to Gmail, which is uh, gmail, advicehotdog at gmail.com, Twitter, which is at advicehotdog. They can go to Facebook and leave us some posts there. And uh, they Does can, anybody still use Facebook? You know, people do post on it. Do you mean in no, general? Just mean in general. Yeah, yeah I like, think they do. I haven't heard anything about it in a while. Yeah, they, they, they use it in order to spam their friends. People haven't moved on to some new thing? Uh-huh, no. iPhone 5? iPhone 5. Is that... I don't think that's a social network. That's, sure it is. <laughs> Not yet. Talk to... Roy, the telephone uh, is the original social network. Uh, no, the telegram. That, that's the Victorian. Well, that is the Victorian inter- internet. Yeah. Uh, they can also give us a telephone call with their telephone at seven six nine two one eight nine two two five, or send us a card or pa- uh, some you know some, some kind of product you're crunch. trying yeah, to trying to a, push. Send us a, a, a topping. Send us a condiment. Uh, I really love curried ketchup. So if we have any listeners from Germany, I would always take some curried do they, ketchup. Do they not make like a packaged curried ketchup? 
Also, is it not a thing that you could just make by? Because I'm pretty sure I have. It. I'm it pretty sure I have figured same. out what's in it, Roy. I'm pretty sure it's ketchup and curry. I don't. I don't. We don't have ketchup here. Uh, Advice Hot Dog PO Box four one seven seven four Mesa Arizona eight five two seven four. I think catsup will work in a pinch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's the same. You know, fancy catsup. No. Uh, do you have any ads plugs? Uh, I don't have any ads plugs other than plugging onion crunch okay. into whatever holes are yeah. in your food. Put onion crunch in any hole you like. Uh, you can also check out all of the podcasts from the podcast network that we have, which is called hotdognet.com. And it turns out that soon we may even have another podcast that will replace a podcast. Sure. More on that later. I really don't know. Uh, you can also check out kingdomofloathing.com if you just discovered the internet and uh, don't go to fuzzyballsapparel.com because it hasn't been updated in over a year. But it's still you can still buy a shirt there. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I have a recommendation this week. Do it. I would like to recommend the series uh, that's on the BBC called Wallander. And it's based on the novels by Swedish crime writer Henning Mankel. Which apparently he's one of the uh, most famous uh, crime writers in... Is crime writer like Knight Rider, except he just has a car that commits crimes for him? He rides a horse. Um, Is it like a, like, a, like, a, like a rapist horse? What kind, of, what kind of crimes can a horse commit? Well, they can clomp on... They can stomple you. Assault. So assault. It's uh-huh. an assault horse. Uh, and and this series, this is the BBC production of it, starring Kenneth Branagh, uh, uh, you know, the director of Thor. Um, sure, and, the the uh, the antagonist of Wild Wild West, starring Kevin Kline and Will Smith. Yeah, uh, and it's it's really good. I've watched the first two series, and this is the BBC is doing new things where um, they consider three episodes a, the- a series, but each episode is an hour. And Don't a they half. also call a season a series? A season, sorry, a season, uh, but every episode is is an hour and a half long. Um, so they're they're more like I little mean, movies. Like a, in an hour and a half, a horse could commit a genocide. <laughs> it can. It can ruin a lot of gardens. You'd probably have to set it up. I wonder if you like. I mean, I guess if you could get like if you could rig a whole country with uh, nuclear bombs, and then you had a horse just step on the the plunger, you know, the big uh, comedy plunger. No, the blew, nuclear plunger. Blew up all the bombs, yeah. Uh-huh. Then it's like, all right, I guess technically that horse committed that genocide. Oh, right, right, right. That's what they do. So that no human hand has pushed the button. The horse, it's the horse's fault. Yeah. The that's horse how, of like, the apocalypse. When, that's how they, like when there's a firing squad, the way that they make it so nobody has to feel guilty is that one of they the, have the horse. is a horse. <laughs> And so every time you're like, well, did I shoot that guy? No, maybe I was the horse this time. <laughs> you know, and you can sleep easy yeah. knowing that maybe you haven't ever killed a guy. Uh, Roy, are you ready for a stinger? I am. Uh, one last thing. You can check it out on PBS now. Series okay. three of Wallander is out now. Good. Horse horse crimes. <laughs> I'm ready for the stinger. Lay it on me, Zach. <clears throat> Pink or blue? Pink. Wow, that was fast. Yeah, I know. You, you're so sure when, of when it comes what? down to colors. Explain I know. It. Explain it. What is it? Just because you, as an artist, you since you since you have lost your uh, because you are without the sense of how to like make a living or meaningfully contribute to society. Right. Your other senses have sharpened. They have. 
Uh, I, you know, pink is just vibrant. It's, it's full of life. It's like when you mix milk and blood together, the two essential components of life. <laughs> or, or when Lars Ulrich mixes blood and semen together. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, okay. life, again, life. Okay. I mean, I guess I might have to counterpoint you and say blue. Blue is the color of a, of a, like a sky, uh, mm. where whenever you see it, you are reminded of how many more of those little floaty-ass worms in your vision that there are <laughs> that you didn't used to have when you were young, and oh. that you're totally going to die soon. Uh-huh. The, the proteins? Yeah. Little, you know, little veins. Mm-hmm. Leftover veins and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is good in blue? Uh, it's the color of feelings. Well, feelings of melancholy. Yeah, you know, which is which, where all, which is where all of good. the great artistic works come right, from. Right. I mean, if, you know, if there wasn't, if there hadn't been any melancholy in the in the hearts of the lads from Hanson, we wouldn't have Mbop. That's true. You know, yeah. if they're all if great art comes from sadness. I mean, if if Bobby McFerrin hadn't been clinically depressed and right. uh, near suicide for his entire life, he would never have recorded "Don't Worry, Be Happy." Mm-hmm. Or worked with Yo-Yo Ma. Uh, if, if, if John Tesh weren't just empty inside, we wouldn't have... Really? That's a John Tesh? I think so. Oh, I might man. be confusing that with... Hey! Hey! Isn't there a thing about that guy? One of those is John Tesh. You know, that's also. Well, I have them both as ringtones. If 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 there were no blue, uh, there would not be the opposite of blue, which is the color of a basketball. Hmm, that's true. So then, what would you watch? What would you watch when you wanted to see tall guys competing? Are they really tall, or you just remember them as being tall? I think they're taller. Yeah. If you wanted to watch guys with tiny dicks try to put balls in things. And there was no basketball. You would yeah. just be fucked. How would you do it? I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog. <laughs>